Super fucked up, wicked high. Don't you ever just wonder why we didn't learn the true history? But now they're about to teach you and me. Oh, 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 oh high story. Oh, oh, oh high story. <laughs> Yay! Hi! Hello! <laughs> Well, it's a rainy um, night. It's okay. The atmosphere is set. Yeah, it's exactly. Nice. It's very good. I'm just going to grab a lighter so we can smoke us a bong. Yes. What's up? Who are you? I'm Abby. and I'm Liv. I was going to say, who are you again? Not that I see you like six times a week. No, but... no. And this is? Untold High Stories. Oh, yeah. With a got... special guest. We got a special guest in the studio. Tonight. Yeah. Our friend Dee Dee is here. She came to check out. <laughs> Want to hand that over to me? Oh, yeah. She right. came to <laughs> check out what we've been doing. Yeah, and what listen we've been in. hiding from the world. We are performers. We want to be a surprise. So yes, and yeah. we we are performers, so we like to have an audience. You know, it works out. It works out real good. So I put this post up on my story. I don't know if any of you saw it. Um, but it's black woman who made history in 2020. Oh. So obviously we've got Kamala Harris, first female vice president, yep. black female vice president. And then there was Lashana Lynch, and she was the first black female 007, which I oh. don't know anything about. But okay, yeah. also, wow, it took that long? I didn't even realize they let women be, like, 007, you know? But I guess it's all spinoffs of, like, James Bond and yeah, that whole situation. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, Maria Russell, the first black woman to earn a Michelin star at a restaurant. Mm. Fucking awesome. Rihanna became the world's richest female musician. Shut up. Wait, over Beyonce? Over, I'm guessing, yeah. It says she's the world's richest female musician. No way. I wonder if it's different because Beyonce shares her, like, wealth with Well, and also you have to think Daisy. about, though, Rihanna started that whole, like, sexy lingerie line. That's true. And I have one of her bras. Really? I'm so tempted. She's got some sexy stuff. Yeah, I found it at, like, a Goodwill. Oh. Yeah, so I bet a lot of her fortune comes from that. It would have to. And she's been around for a long time, so that's so cool, yeah. And last but not least, Joe Martin. She was the first black woman to play the doctor in Doctor Who. Wow. So shout out to black women in 2020. Yay. Yay. So yeah, that's what we're starting off with, and I think we're high enough, so we could probably dive in. Yeah, and I'm so full, and I'm so just content. I think you go first. The day has gotten better. I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface... That remember we were just having a little bit of a lazy day, but we both have persevered. Oh yeah, and now we're here, and I'm gonna tell you my cool story. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I told you this a little bit earlier, but I'm not just doing one woman. I'm doing three sisters. Cute. Yeah, and they're called the Mirabal sisters. They pretty much were the reason or the driving force to dismantle the regime in the Dominican Republic. So there was this like dictator Mm -hmm. and these three women were the reason that they got to switch over to democracy from a dictatorship. Wow. Yeah. They did some stuff. Let's, let's hear it. So we have the sisters and I'm going to try my best, but Patria Mercedes in 1924. So this is early twenties, Belgica Adela in 1925, Maria Argentina Minerva in 1926. So catch this. They were all one year apart. And then Antonia Maria Teresa in 1935. I know I said four sisters because one of the sisters just 
didn't help the other three sisters and was like, nah, I'm gonna stay back. Like, you Like, go. didn't believe in what they were fighting for? Well, or? she, like, kind of wanted to, but her husband was like, you are not doing that. And she's like, okay. And then let her sisters, like, go and fight this political battle. And she just stayed hmm. home and watched the kids. All right. But, okay, so it was Patria, Dede, Minerva, and then Maria Teresa. And that's, like, what they would go by. And they were born to a pretty middle-class family, nothing too fancy. They weren't poor or anything. And they were farmers they were a farmer family so they lived like outside the city capital Mm -hmm. so all three of the sisters sorry what year is this again this is in they were born in the 1920s okay okay okay. mid 1920s in the dominican republic yes in the dominican republic during a dictatorship so all three of the sisters now i'm going to start excluding judy because she's not in it she does not matter anymore got it all three sisters went to this catholic boarding school and then they graduated and then went on to all get married have kids take on careers Mm -hmm. you know one was a mathematician and one was a lawyer (laughs) and then they were all just like doing their thing whatever that seems pretty okay so they were born in the 20s so then and then they went to the boarding school when they were 14 and 12 so mid 30s yeah so then they're growing up and it's the mid 40s it's like the 40s 50s when they're But those are pretty, like, masculine professions at the time, correct? Yes. So, mathematician and then lawyer. And then the oldest one, Patria, she just, she didn't go on after high school. She just stayed home and did some job that she didn't, like, go on into, like, a man's profession or whatever. It was at this time that they all got back, they have their families, they have their lives, whatever, that they wanted to start a revolution. So the Dominican Republic, I'm just going to start calling it the DR, was in turmoil because this guy, Raphael, he was the dictator and literally was like the worst person in the entire world. Yeah. Like so terrible. He had spies and secret police that would like eavesdrop and listen in. And It sounds was... a lot like Nigeria to me. Yes. Very similar. Because he owned the radio stations, mm-hmm. the, all the press, mail. Like... Oh, right. That's, yeah, dictators. Yep. So Airlines, was he just... Just like inherently evil, kind of like Trump, or did people love him? No, no one loved him. They no feared one loved him. him. They feared, feared him. him because okay. you say something against him, and, and suddenly you either disappear and no one ever speaks to you again, or you have a tragic accident. That's the North Korea shit. Like so what? tragic. Like oh my god, how could that have ever happened Whoa. to him? He is in like full reign, and this is the worst part about him. This is where he just like turns into a straight up devil man. He would send out people from his secret police to go and peruse the land for pretty ladies and like young girls. And then they would rank them and take the prettiest one. Yes, I know. And then he would like kidnap. But the, so did they like it? Cause they were like, or was, were they being trafficked? Pretty much trafficked. Okay, they were being okay, like okay. sold off by the family. Like, <laughs> oh, the, the dictator wants our daughter. Oh, like, it's a privilege. Take her. Yes, yeah. Yes, 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 and then yes. the daughter's like, are Got you it. fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like I have to do what with who? Oh, so gross. Yeah, and then that's how we met the sisters because he sent someone out and someone saw the three sisters and was like, They're the fairest beauty in all the land. You and three you ladies have to have them. Yes, and he was pretty much like, Fuck You that. must come to this party. You have no fucking right. choice. You're right, right, right. coming okay. to this party. Oh, so he invites them to a ball. Yep, he invites them to this like fancy ball. Okay. And they get there, and the middle sister, Minerva. Like, Miner- I think it's Minerva. 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 Does that sound like Minerva? Minerva. Minerva. Pronunciation. Um, I think so. It doesn't matter. Minerva. You're great. But she 
caught his eye and he was like, um, you're the best. And she was one. the youngest one? No, she was the middle one. He was Give the a one. picture. Is she the prettiest? Let's just be she, she's She has the most like <laughs> symmetrical face. I would say he was smitten on her and he tried to invite her to like come with him. And she was like, no, nah, no, thanks, you, man. Sorry. Is smitten your word or is that? The no, word of that's, your that's the word that I chose. What? <laughs> Where are you getting this story from, by the way? Wikipedia? No, no. I got it from that untold princesses. Those, <gasps> the, that princess website. Yes. I, I know. And then I obviously Wikipedia that. and then a Times article. Because there was a Times a article. Times no, like the Time magazine. Oh, Time magazine. Got it, got it, got it. They, there was an article written about them in the, it was like the 100 best women of all time or something. It was oh, like the most powerful women or whatever. Very yeah. cool. So I decided to use Smitten. None of those writers. They did not it. use Smitten. She was like, no, nah, I'm not about it. I have a husband and children. Thanks, but no thanks. And then he like tried to force himself on her to be like, you're going to fucking love me. And she smacked the shit out of him. Like this dictator, she just slapped him across the face, bitched him out, gathered her family and was like, we're out of here. I'm done with you. I'm surprised he didn't kill her. So this is the weird thing is he like let it go, but he got real petty and he barred her from her classes so she couldn't finish her law degree. And then she had to fight and fight and fight. And finally she graduated. And then he had the government refuse to issue her a lawyer license. And then he like put her dad in jail. This is like the equivalent of taking the kids to court. Like, I know. Fuck off, I know. Dude. Fuck like, off. He, and then he even. That's her livelihood. Yes. And he held her fucking hostage. Her and her mom went on a vacation after her dad died from him. Like he caused her dad's death. <laughs> they go on vacation and then he holds her hostage in their hotel room and they literally had to escape. They had to like climb out the window and like sounds like some like, Breaking escape. Bad shit. Like, I don't know why that just popped in my head but yeah, I know. this is insane. The reason I picked this story is because when I was reading this, I was like, this needs to be a fucking movie. This sounds Why didn't so... we learn about it? Did you learn about the GD? Did you learn no. about this in school? No. What the nothing, fuck? Nothing. Dude. So he started doing shit like that. And she got real pissed because it started really affecting her whole family's finances right. and they were like going under. Well, and her dad is fucking dead now. Yeah. So because she slept. Oh my yes, god. Yes. Because she slept. So he's just him. gonna torture her. He's yeah. gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not kill her. Torture her forever. Mm. So then that made the sisters decide to start a revolution because against him you when you say start a revolution like yes, against like the dictator against we need him. to get this fucking guy yep. out of office yep he's ruining our lives he's get ruining rid of everyone's yep. lives like he's gotta go revolution well okay so i bet they weren't the first ones to have that idea though correct no so there was another group it didn't really specify what time all mm -hmm. it said was they were exiled so this group of people who have already tried to overthrow and assassinate him got like exiled from the DR. And that's as much as I know. Wow. So then they wanted to take on some of that. Just makes me feel really grateful to be like living at a time where if you do do activist things or like yeah. give a fuck about revolutions and like participate in them that like you will see actual fucking mm -hmm. change. Wow. It's not makes me makes me feel very grateful. Anyway. Right? Yeah, like what these women did. Right. So And they're all mothers, by the all way. All mothers <laughs> have full time jobs. <laughs> and the husbands, bless their souls, they were like, go do this, honey. We got to fight this good, good men fight. right there. Yeah. Good they, men. They were like, let's go tear this regime down. The sisters, and they were not holding back, they literally got the names of every single person that he has killed and printed them on pamphlets and mm -hmm. handed them out 
around the city center. Like and, Regina George and Mean Girls. Yes. And, boom. Like the burn book. <laughs> like they were just literally like, look what wow. this fucker did. How did and, they, I mean, if you, it's okay if you didn't know, but how did they obtain that information? I think like, it was why? all word of mouth. It was all word okay, of mouth. Okay, I was like, it was why all... is someone standing there like, just imagine this like little kid standing there with a notebook <laughs> like, every time okay, someone boss, dies. Like you killed so and so. No, I think I'll add it to the list. I think what a big amount of it was is that they like underground got the word out, and then people would come to them with their stories of like wow. my husband did this and this, and just now like he's gone. we saw this summer at the Capitol in St. Paul yep. when all the people came forward about their children being murdered by the police. Uh, yep, black people, white people, Hispanic people. Yep. So they not only made pamphlets, but then they also collected all this material and started making their own weapons okay. and even made oh. bombs for when there was going to be like really a revolt they okay. were just thinking about like what if they ever had to fight against his army dude the number of people that die from hand like homemade bombing yeah. devices every year is insane yeah. and also they were doing this at one yeah. of their kitchen tables yeah. In their fucking family house. In with what their the children. nineteen? We're in the fi- we're in the sixties. We're in the late fifties now. Yeah, late late fifties. Like, so kids sleeping upstairs, making like pipe bombs. Everything's made of like table. wood and yeah. fucking- <laughs> yes. Like what's asbestos at that time? Who knows? Like oh. up in flames. And then it got so far that their whole group planned an assassination. For Raphael. Fuck they were yeah. like, Raphael's going to this we cattle, to- this cattle fair. Hey. And they're like, we're going to fucking kill him. The Unfortunately, same. Raphael got wind and then arrested all of them immediately. And I think that was kind of the final straw for him. He was like, fuck you all. You're arrested. Your husbands are arrested. Mm-hmm. Like, you're all going in jail. Yeah. And at this time, the so the DR was known internationally with, I didn't know this, but we have this organization called the OAS. Have you heard of that before? No. So the Organization of the American DR. States. It's a weird organization in Washington, D.C. that literally just like... <laughs> Do they deal with like Cuba and Puerto Rico? They and want like... to have peaceful interactions with other countries in the Northern Hemisphere. I think that's like what it was. So it's literally like they're just there to all get together and be like, how can we keep the peace with these people and how can okay. we like have solidarity kind of like how together. joe biden is sitting down with new zealand officials and learning how to control a pandemic right now yes oh because that's the responsible thing to do yes you yes. are very political today i'm Sorry. happy because this is political driven it like, is this it's is bringing like... up a lot of really valid things right yes now. i know so that organization got wind of him putting this whole revolution in jail and basically called him out and was like that is so not okay like fuck you blah mm-hmm. blah whatever and he felt really bad so he let the ladies go he let all three of the sisters go but then kept their husbands all right yeah so i'm not that upset about it yeah they got out whatever yeah and but then what he did is he took all the husbands and he brought them all the way across the mountain he just put them in a really far away jail that the sisters would have to travel like a super long distance to to visit oh punishment yeah your time is what you're gonna have to force so they planned a day to go do that and everyone was like this is a trap you need to watch out he's being super sketchy like something's weird and the sisters were like "Mm, we're going anywhere so (laughs) yeah whatever on november 25th which is also a national holiday remembering women in abusive situations like victims of for the elimination of violence against women so it's from these three women because that's the day that this all happened so on the november 25th they planned their route they're gonna like i'm gonna go visit my husband's so they have to drive all the way across this mountain onto the middle of nowhere visit their hubbies it's a good 
time, whatever, they're driving back. They're like, oh, yeah, see, that wasn't that bad. And then they get ambushed. So it was a fight. Yes. Oh, my God. So they went anyway, and it was. And they get ambushed by the secret police and all these spies. So the three sisters and their driver all get pulled out of their Jeep and strangled and beaten to death. And then, yeah. And then they get put back in their Jeep. And then they run the Jeep off the side of the cliff to to make make it it look look like like an an accident. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then they just go about their business. And then people find out about it. And of course, they're like, this is not a fucking accident. Like, clearly the bodies. He had it out for them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Like, we all know this was not an accident. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So this caused a national uproar. And even though he had already, like. Because at this point, they were being revolutionaries and people knew who they were. Yes. Correct. And they were, they were like the saving graces. Like, they, everyone. national treasure. Yes. And then he kills them. And he had already committed hundreds of crimes and killed a bunch of people. But everyone was like, oh, fuck no. And they rallied against Raphael. And within six months, he was also assassinated. Fuck. It yeah. sucks that they had to be fucking murdered yeah. but the, in order to but do like, that. What came of it is really yeah. good. And the thing is, is that they... It just sucks they weren't able to There was a lot it. of quotes of them being like, if I have to die to make a change for my country, for my kids so to be have it. a better place. Yeah. Like, that was their mentality. They were just like, I will die for my country yeah. because we need to do better. Die and for my this people, is, yeah. And this is the only way to make it better. It <sighs> was insane. Good so, story, dude. Yeah, so wow. even to this day, I did look it up and they're taught about in every school in the Dominican Republic. Oh, I was like, um, not sorry. Not the U.S. No. But they're like a super <laughs> big thing. Almost every city has something named after them, whether Very it's like cool. a street library, whatever. And there was a movie that was released in 2001 and it was called The Butterflies because that was their like street name. Oh. Yeah. That's like what those three were known as, like the Very butterflies. Cool. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? Not that intimidating of a name, but really beautiful in terms of what it symbolizes. Yeah. Too. Because butterflies have to lay dormant in a chrysalis. Mm-hmm. Rebirth, transformation. And they become more beautiful than they were before. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? Well, so I guess my one final question is like, what's going on in the DR now? Like, what kind of political system do they So now they are switched over after they murdered Raphael Mm -hmm. and a new person took over in the 70s. So he was murdered in 61. They were murdered in 1960. And then by the 70s, they were already transitioning to a democracy from a dictatorship. Yeah. And then they've been, I mean, not the best democracy but they're getting there someone stepped down recently I was reading about that he was the successor Mm -hmm. to Raphael and he was a more like middleman for everything and he finally like stepped down so they're looking at I think hopefully a more liberal per- yeah I don't know it's cool dope Lots it's of not a dictatorship stuff. and that's the important yeah thing. because these three sisters Made it possible. I really thought when you said three sisters before we got started, I thought you were going to talk about like Charmed. Oh, I do love Charmed. Max asked me if I was going to talk about the Sanderson Sanderson sisters. sisters. Yes, the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. They're great, too. Yeah. Dope. So, exciting. Mine's pretty okay. Have you ever heard of Grandma Gatwood? No. Well. Grandma? Was she actually a so, grandma? So, no, no, no. Well, she was a grandma. She okay. is. She was a grandma uh, when she died, yes, to an ass ton of grandchildren and, I believe, two great-grandchildren that wow. she lived to see. Yes. But her real name is Emma Rowena Gatwood. I've heard it pronounced Gatewood and Gatwood, but it's spelled G-A-T-E 
W-O-O-G. I watched several YouTube videos mm. and then I listened to this podcast about her, but the podcast was British and so they said Gatwood. Oh, duh, because they're British. But I don't so know say if that's just because they're British. It definitely or... is. Yeah. So it might be Gatewood. I'm not 100% sure. I'll say Gatewood because we're up in the Midwest. Yeah, I'm. What did she do? I'm so curious. At age 67, she was the first woman. Not only was she the first like elderly person. I was to say, not that 67 is that old. Beautiful. Don't worry. But she was the first woman to hike the Appalachian Trail. Shut up. No, Dude. I saw a picture of her the other day. Oh, I'm so happy you're um, doing her. So she did it alone. These are the number one. <gasps> so she's a woman. Number one. She has the vagina. Two is that she did it in one season, which had never been done before. People would split it up into sections, you know, but yeah. she literally just fucking started one day and then just did the whole thing all the way to the top yep it took 147 days and six pairs of shoes wait because guess what kind of shoes she wore that's like three months she wore keds the entire time she hiked this mountain wait till you hear this woman's story she is she is so inspiring she is a domestic abuse survivor like dude she is so I am cool. so intrigued. So, uh, yeah, we'll jump right in. Oh, and then, so this is just another fun fact. She did it three times. So not only did she do it the one time, she did it the second time, and then the third time she did it in sections, I believe, because she was like 75 or something. And still did it? Still did it. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. And she's the original person who coined this term trail magic. When you have like trail magic, it's just good fortune on the trail. Like people are kind to you, or oh, you find or like really you, oh, good no, mushrooms, yes. or you and find like things the best and, spot to camp exactly. by the trickling creek, and exactly. everything's perfect. And the dew is in the morning, and you have your cup of coffee. Trail magic. So that's actually <gasps> what her documentary that they made about her is called. Trail magic. That is such a cool term. It's really cool. So yes, I will just dabble. I got. I did Wikipedia. Like I said, YouTube videos about trail magic. That's what I watched. Uh, podcast. The Outdoor Station, which is oh. a British podcast about like all things outdoors. And if you guys oh. ever need a really relaxing situation. That sounds nice. Wow. There's a two-part episode about her. And then this dude, Ben Montgomery, is the guy who wrote her biography. He's like a distant, distant nephew oh. who grew up with his mom like telling him stories about her. Oh, back in the day, your great aunt Gatwood used to hike that Appalachian Trail. You know, like Wait. he just grew up listening to stories. And then as he like- when when did she do what year did she do this so this was in 1955 oh long time ago i thought this was present day and i was like oh what? no 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 1955 <sighs> the very first woman to do it alone okay which also think of how much so camping has evolved in the 50 oh, 60 yeah. years yeah the shit you have now is actually waterproof mm-hmm you do not have to worry she about- She literally oh hit the road. Like, yeah, when I tell you what she hit the road with, you're going to be like, I'm sorry. What? Like I said, she literally went in Keds. So there's just like a small indication of how- I mean, Keds are comfy. Ill-prepared Do not was. get me wrong. Well, but... no, they're super comfy, but it's like about support and like wear and tear, you know, wear and tear yeah. at that point. Oh I think God. you'd at least wear like a it just, combat. But... It makes me think a lot about that movie where that girl hikes the Pacific- the wild yes wild it's just wild. called wild wild with reese witherspoon yes it? how she so was good. so unprepared you know what i mean so i'm just Wasn't picturing she like a heroin addict or something no yeah yeah Danielle. 
She was? Yeah, she was, like, into heroin, and that's why oh. she really loved his But, like, yeah. think about how unprepared she was. So I just think about this old grandma just coming in with the stupidest shit. Right, right, right. So here we go. You're going to get a little bit of her backstory, and then I'm going to tell you about her hikes, and then that's really it. Because, I mean, she pretty much raised 11 children, decided, and then this is the best. <gasps> so this is the abbreviated thing before I dive in. She raised all 11 children, had an abusive partner, which I'm going to tell you a little bit more about, was really terrible, got a divorce at a time when getting a divorce was not a fucking thing. Oh, yeah, you don't Okay? Do and then literally told her children that she was going for a walk. Didn't tell them how long, where she was gonna go. What? What she was gonna do. And then she was gone for 147 days. Nobody heard from her. She's just, I'm going for a walk. Bye. Okay, bye, Wait, mom. did she so live, like, close to the, the trail start? Um, so she's from Ohio. Here we go. She was born to a family of 15 children. Oh, my. In and then she had 11? Ohio. Holy. So she was born onto a farm and saying yep. she had her husband that she was married off to also had a farm. Children were literally just workers at Free, that point. Oh, right. yeah. Free um, labor. She was born October 25th, 1887. Wow. Yes. So 1890, she was born. Her father was a farmer, turned to a life of drinking and gambling after his leg was amputated in the Civil War. Problems. The child ruling of the family was left to her mother, Evelyn. Growing up, Emma and her siblings slept four to a bed in their log cabin. Okay, so grew up super poor, super rural, Ohio farm life. (laughs) At the age of 19, she's married off to 27-year-old P.C. Gatewood, a college-educated primary school teacher, and later would become a tobacco farmer on the farm that they buy together, with whom she had 11 children. Throughout, she did have a few miscarriages, but roughly she gave birth to a child every single year for 11 years. She had, like, I think it's estimated, like, anywhere from three to five miscarriages, like kind of sprinkled in there but literally well, they were just cranking it out was for non-existent Non-existent. Well, that wasn't a thing, and they needed workers. She literally, like... Can you think about that? You have a brand new baby Your at home. Just Your body is still adjusting, and suddenly you get pregnant again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, she bore so many children to fill the roles on the farm. Yes. Ugh. Almost immediately, her husband sends her to work. So they buy this farm. He sends her to work, burning tobacco beds, building fences, mixing cement, all while she's expected to do all of her household duties at the same time what and the raise the children. What is he doing? What the fuck is like, he doing? Like, literally, what the fuck are you doing? Within months of the marriage, he started to beat her, a vicious pattern that continued for the entirety of the marriage. Uh. She recalled being beaten nearly to death on several occasions. She survived broken ribs, broken teeth, and other injuries during the abusive marriage. Oh my God. When her husband became violent, she would on occasion run from the house and into the woods, and that is where she found, like, peace and solace and safety, and, like, that was always her go-to thing. Like, if they would get into a fight or he would beat the shit out of her, she would run to the woods. Well, yeah, because um, you can't find her there. Jeez. Well, that, and she just felt really peaceful and safe yeah. in nature. Yeah. You know, she oh. felt very connected to it. So she eventually successfully divorced him and that was in 1940 this was a time when like i said divorce was unheard of and her husband had repeatedly threatened during the divorce process that he would have her committed to an insane asylum so that he could maintain control over their assets and their children see that was such a common thing oh she's just crazy it honestly led she's me hysterical on a thing Ugh, about it literally led me to an article about women in like horror and how they're always like perceived to be fucking crazy in yes. horror movies and no one ever believes them until they literally like have yep. demons come 
coming out of their mouth or yep. some shit. Like, well, that's okay. I just found out about this new nuts. movie that I'm gonna watch, and it's called Flesh and Blood, and it's about. It's on Hulu. Yes, it's yeah. on Hulu, and it's about that girl and her dad, and she finds out her dad is murdering all these people and giving her the keepsakes, like the jewelry off. Oh yes. Jesus! Yes, and then she like can't fucking get out because no one believes her. No one she- believes her. And did you watch Run with Sarah Paulson? It's a new movie on Hulu. No, I have not. It's Munchau- It's about Munchausen's oh! by proxy, oh, our favorite. Oh my god. And I it's literally a mailman. She like rolls her <gasps> wheelchair out into the middle of the road, almost gets hit by their mailman, and he believed her immediately oh. and was like, you are not coming near this child. He was a oh. fucking hero and because he listened and he believed her and like, Damn. still watch it though. The ending is real fucked Yeah, that up. sounds good. Okay, um, that's Tangent, not even the ending. That was also Woo! a spoiler. Talking about maintaining control over <laughs> women. Woo-hoo! So there was okay. this night that was so bad. He almost killed her. She had broken ribs, broken teeth. The cops were called by her children. Who do they take to jail, guys? Her. Her. Oh, fuck. They took her to jail. And she said that she sat in that fucking jail cell and just like imagine she was outside that's all she could do with her fucking bruised eyes what and was the bruised face to... like i don't know it didn't really say anything about being him being an alcoholic he i think he was just really nasty at heart or like you and know possessive cops or... that she yep so then after she divorced them she raised their three youngest children alone not too much is on record really about what happened to him the other children or their farm maybe at that point they're old enough and they were doing their own thing that's kind of what i like and it was also a time where like yeah people didn't have like social media you know what i mean no documentation of their daily existence so So i really couldn't find anything yeah she eventually had 24 grandchildren 30 oh sorry here 30 great grandchildren and one great great grandchild living at the time of her death which she died when she was 85 of a heart attack my god uh. yeah that was her life so it's 1955 she's 67 she decides like i said she told her grown children that she was going for a walk they did not ask where or for how long as they knew she was resilient and would take care of herself about five years earlier gatwood had read an article in the national geographic about the appalachian trail and she thought it would be a nice lark quote unquote though in retrospect considering the difficulty she added but it wasn't is what she said to reporters. The magazine gave her the impression of easy walks and clean cabins at the end of each day's expedition. (gasps) Thus, she took little in the way of outdoor gear. She wore Ked shoes and carried an army blanket, a raincoat, and a plastic shower curtain in a homemade denim bag slung over one shoulder. That is literally all she How took. did she eat? It says she would survive on like Vienna sausage. So she would stop at the little stores and buy like Vienna sausages and then peanuts and maybe some berries or something. But then everything else she foraged along the way. Dude, badass. She would later say that for some fool reason, they always led you like they as in like the trail masters who made the trails always led you right up over the biggest rock to the top of the biggest mountain they can find. So local newspapers picked up on her story in the southern states and then the Associated Press did a national profile on her while she was in Maryland, leading to an article in Sports Illustrated as soon as she got to Connecticut. After the hike, she was invited onto the Today Show. These appearances made her a celebrity before she finished the hike, which is crazy. You know, it's like she was literally just trying to get, but then she keeps stopping in all these cities and people just want to talk to her and like like, talk to her about her experience, talk to her about trail magic, like all this shit. Wow. That's insane. So yeah, a trail magic in the form of 
friends, food, and places to sleep. She hiked the Appalachian Trail again in 1960, so five years later, and then again in 1963, so three years later, making her the first person to hike the trail three times. Though, like I said, her final hike was completed in sections. She was credited with being the oldest female through hiker by the Appalachian Trail Conference as well, which was cool. She also, get this shit, walked 2,000 miles of the Oregon Trail from Independence, Missouri to Portland, Oregon, averaging 22 miles a day. What? That's how fast she was fucking walking. She traveled to every state in the continental U.S. By foot? By the time she was gone. Yep. In 1970, at age 83, while visiting Appalachian Outfitters in Oakton, Virginia, she was asked what she thought about the latest lightweight backpacking gear. Emma advised, quote, make a rain cape and an over-the-shoulder sling bag and buy a pair of Ked tennis shoes. Stop at local grocery stores and pick up Vienna sausages, most everything else to eat you can find beside the trail. She was just like, literally... You don't need it. This is what'll get you through. This is what'll get you through. So she literally revolutionized, you know, that's why she's so important, especially to the hiking community nowadays. She revolutionized lightweight backpacking. Well, and think about minimalist and knowing about what is in nature and what you can use and what is not realistic. That's why I'm so glad Didi's here. She's a little herbalist. Wait, that is so funny. Every time we walk in the woods, I'm like, uh, Didi, what's this? Can I eat this? Can I survive on this? What's going on over here? So tell me. that's that is such a good knowledge yeah, to dude. have because think about it even if you aren't trying to go out in the woods on your own let's say you get lost or stranded exactly. or whatever the case is and you need to survive you have to forge that's awesome it's pretty fucking cool she uh was featured in the appalachian trail hall of fame and the appalachian trail museum she also has a few sections of trails in ohio named after her which is dope cool. she's been the subject of projects songs films including storytelling programs and one-act plays but here is what i this This was just my little blurb that I wrote about it. It wasn't about walking towards anything, but rather walking away from the suffering of her life. She was finally alone, free, and didn't have to answer to anyone. Her daughter once told a journalist that she recalls her mother scoffing at the Nat Geo article she had first seen about hiking the trail, stating that if men can do it, surely she could too. (laughs) When asked directly why she did it, she simply said, because I wanted to. Damn. Does it? That is so awesome. She's badass. So she's a fucking badass. Yeah. She wow. gives me goosebumps. She's just inspired. Like, she came from all this turmoil and trauma and really terrible shit. And instead of letting that get her down, she just decided to walk it out. Yeah. Well, and, like, look at all she did for the hiking and backpacking right. community. And, yeah. Right. That's... I mean, she probably forged so many different things in terms of yeah like even just trailblazing trail making yeah creation of spaces right women on the trail i mean i think about there's like that one scene i believe it's either in i think it has to be in that movie wild because it wouldn't have stuck in my mind if it was in the movie into the wild because he's a dude she's a girl and there's that scene where she like lot oh yeah it is definitely that movie she lies about her boyfriend being like oh up a stop yeah. so that this group of dudes who comes along like leaves her alone yeah and, like, i knows remember that, that someone's expecting her and that's clearly a fucking lie but it's like yeah. dude you're out there alone all by yourself not only yeah. are you at risk of animals and nature but like other dudes who are on the trail and ah and, like creep yeah fuck, it's like, dude ugh. yeah so i thought about 
damn that and the safety and everything i don't know I but just... hey i feel like at that point like you would not come upon a grandma like a straight up grandma that's true something is wrong with you if you yeah. see like a 70 year old grandma and you're like i want to beat her up like what that's true don't beat your grandma she was probably so up. cute and She's like probably, no she was i'll put the picture was up. she a cutie does she have white hair she's pretty cute yeah oh she was she just clearly looks like a woman who has been the fuck through it like she knows damn and she still just chooses to like walk around she was ready to do something for her mm-hmm. so oh. yeah i did you ever learn about her in school i don't oh definitely not definitely not me nope no not even a little bit. i mean maybe well you were even on the east coast too i wonder if someone closer like maybe in the whole like in high. appalachia yeah yeah, yeah. like i'm sure she's trail. a common name yeah along the trail and you That's know that cool. if anyone that is like an avid hiker listens to this, they'll be like, I've heard of her. Is that how they're going to say it? I've heard of her. I've heard of her. Yeah, that's yeah. how they would say it. But yeah, no, that was some good, oh, I think, necessary things we both needed to know and should have yeah. known. Yeah, yours was really good. Politics, man. Fun. Become full, full circle. Well, until next time. See our corresponding Instagram posts for any additional resources or feel free to reach out to our direct email at untoldhistory, spelled H-I-G-H-S-T-O-R-Y, at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram.